Good morning and welcome Patriot Radio News Hour. I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group and our toll-free number 800-951-0592. The website at allamericangold.com and welcome to Friday. Yeah, we finally made it. Uh, gold is rallying. Silver is higher as well. Uh, Wall Street earnings have been absolutely terrible. But the bond market is just, uh, Jason, throwing out recession warnings left and right. We've had a major sell-off in bond yields this morning. The 10-year note down to 278 uh, as the Fed. Let's face it, on uh, Wednesday next week, Jason, out if it's going to be 50, 75, 100 basis points uh, from the Fed and, and uh, you know, the, the bond market continuing uh, to say that the Fed rate hiking cycle is going to come to an end uh, sooner than people think. Uh, I don't know. I don't know about that, but that's what it's saying. So we got the, uh, the inflation number last week, and we're going to get uh – the the, uh, <laughs> the the rate hike next week, and then I, we, I think we get GDP also next week. Is it GDP just... as well, yep, so, GDP uh... as well. So GDP, second quarter GDP, will come out the day after uh, the Fed rate hike announcement. That uh, doesn't doesn't. I don't think that's going to sing a very good tune for the markets next week, Joe. I would I would suggest that if you're a gold and silver buyer, that. Uh, uh, sometimes this kind of bad news uh, filters into a higher price in gold and silver very quickly. So this this might be a good time to jump in, Joe. Well, right now uh, we've got gold up uh, just under another twenty dollars. Uh, it was up about twenty dollars yesterday. Uh, right now, gold's up seventeen eighteen dollars here, seventeen thirty two. Uh, silver uh, back above 1880. The Dow is mixed. Uh, Nasdaq's down 100. S&P's down 10. The Dow is up 40 points uh, for right now. But we had bad earnings out from Verizon, uh, Snapchat, Twitter, uh, all these uh, social media platforms uh, showing a lot of weakness this morning. Uh, which has been weighing on on the Dow uh, home builders and just signaling an absolute stop. Uh, I know Jason uh, was was telling us yesterday one one builder in one neighborhood, in a single neighborhood. Uh, you know how these big builders are. They build these, uh, you know, huge neighborhoods, hundreds and hundreds, sometimes thousands and thousands of homes. Said that they uh, they had thirty five signed contracts, thirty four of them canceled out of thirty five, uh, and it, that seems like that is starting to spread everywhere. That that also has uh, the the bond market on its heels. One of the other big things was we had uh, U.S. Uh, manufacturing, and and we also had uh, PMI in negative territory in the U.S. The service sector was right, didn't quite go negative, almost did. And then globally, uh, the weakest numbers they've seen since May of 2020. So, Jason, going back uh, to the starts of COVID, uh, just a, a the, the slump, this, this slow crash 
continuing to happen and we're going to get another big rate hike. Just like I told you, listen, they're raising rates into this crash. And by the time they realize what's happened, Jason, I, I think it'll already be too late. And remember, the Fed is self-concerned no matter what. Uh, they could actually lose their little monopoly on money creation if, if inflation got out of their control. So they'll do anything. They'll, they'll sacrifice Wall Street. They'll sacrifice your job. And, and uh, Joe, the, the layoffs are in, in my personal realm, you know, I, I talked to you this morning, that the layoffs and, and the job firings and the small businesses being slain by the giants, that's all happening. It's, it's, uh, it's 1.75. Those are the, that's the, where the rate hike has gone so far. 1.5 is where we're at. That's, that's where the, we're at. Joe, can you imagine the next two rate hikes, how, how many uh, businesses are going to be losing employees and, and uh, how bad it's going to get for small business? Yeah, and it's already, uh, you know, we were waiting on some credit card data. Uh, already looks like the the increase in minimum payment. You know, we don't talk a lot about that, but when uh, interest rates rise, the minimum payment on credit cards uh, rises with it. And now they're saying that once again, uh, people are starting to show signs of stress. So we've seen it in the car market, right? Uh, now the, the, the credit card market uh, and, the, and, and Verizon really mimicking what AT&T said on, on the cell phone side of things. Uh, Jason, the squeeze is, is, is on. And as the Fed hikes rates, uh, those minimum payments on credit cards are going to continue to rise. So I, I would expect more and more people uh, are going to be f- falling behind when we get back. The largest landlord in the country, KKR, right? You know, they're just a huge conglomerate. By the way, and I'll talk about BlackRock because uh, that needs to be talked about after the break. They have slowed down all of their home buying in recent weeks. Uh, they own my community homes, American Homes for Rent, Amherst Holdings, and others. Uh, according to Bloomberg, uh, they have uh, rapidly decreased the rate that they are acquisitioning single-family homes, institutional buyers slashing buyer activity by more than 50%. Uh, just another one of these things with higher rates. I would expect that number to go even lower as well. But somebody's already preparing for the next crash. I'll tell you who it is. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two Patriot Radio News Hour, and we're talking uh, housing again today. Uh, the institutional investors, which have been big, big parts of the housing market, uh, pulling back, but they're also building war chests, Jason. Uh, there, and this is a, a sign that that may, maybe we, we may be off on this. Maybe home prices will fall. Uh, more than than what uh, Jason and I have been thinking. Too early to tell. Uh, but Next Point Advisors has raised $2.5 billion uh, to use to buy homes uh, in the future, but not to be outdone. BlackRock, man, these guys just... You talk about a company that, that, or I'm sorry, I can't, BlackRock, it's Blackstone. I apologize. 
they're preparing a record $50 billion that they say they are going to use to snap up real estate after the upcoming crash. Uh, what they're saying right now is uh, they are the largest U.S. residential and commercial landlord. Uh, we just heard from the largest residential landlord, private equity group KKR. Uh, now, now Blackstone is saying that they're building a $50 billion war chest. According to the Wall Street Journal, they're in the final stages of raising a new real estate fund that would set a record as the biggest vehicle of its kind. Uh, saying that the private equity giant uh, in a filing Wednesday said that it's right now has amassed $24.1 billion. And according to the Wall Street Journal, uh, they're allocating another $5.9 billion uh, of investor money, bringing that fund to over $30 billion. But the fund says that they are still out there raising money. By the way, they they expect to raise the rest of this money in less than three months. So it gives you a little timetable as to how quickly they think maybe this fund may be coming into uh, into use. Now, obviously, uh, doesn't mean they're only buying U.S. real estate, uh, Asia, Europe, the U.S. Uh, but, Jason, this is one massive, massive war chest that Blackstone is building, getting ready to snatch up a whole lot of real estate. Obviously, they think that more uh, in the very near future. Well, remember the, uh, the how fast the markets dropped in 2020, and then it just bounced right back up. And it didn't give the average person that's trying to take advantage of a dip in the markets a chance to get in and make a bunch of money. You had to really be paying attention, decide you wanted to jump in. You know, we had those 2,000, 1,000 point drops on the Dow daily uh, in 2020. Uh, why do I get the feeling these guys have, you know, have, have, have an in, of course, with the government and with the Fed and, and, the, and the big players? And why do, why do I get the feeling, Joe, we're heading for a recessionary or a depressionary type situation and it's going to snap back into some uh, inflation right after it and so maybe the housing prices go down but maybe it's temporary and that's the buying moment so get your money ready and, and buy it when there's there's a, a quick whip down in a recessionary plan because I'll say this about the Fed Joe if, if inflation starts to come down to a certain level very quickly and there's, there's, a, there's a recession and, and, and everything's crashing people are losing jobs and it gets really bad really fast if it gets bad enough, they will reverse course, bring the rates down, and start printing money. And, of course, you might want to buy those houses before that happens, right, before the inflation comes back. Yeah, you know what? I, I This is, again, you know, all I, I bring it out there uh, for people to, to understand what's happening here. Uh, and really uh, what, what Blackstone and all these other groups are doing, because it looks like, all of these private equity companies that are heavy in in real estate are building war chests uh, yep. to get ready. They obviously they feel like there's going to be a major uh, crash, but to Jason's point, uh, they're going to swoop in and buy it all up. 
uh, and by the time the uh, you, we realize that, hey, wait, the the bottom's in, right? It'll be too late, right? Because they'll have yeah. already bought all the properties uh, out there. The the other thing it says, and again, this is not just a United States problem, right? The the ability to own things like houses, like like office buildings and 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 the like, uh, farmland, right? Becoming more and more difficult, and we're seeing more and more of these properties in the hands of very few, Jason. Right. I mean, uh, just look at the fall of the Roman Empire, Joe. You had the Dark Ages. You had peasants. You had lords. And the peasants didn't own anything, Joe. They just they just barely got along uh, do, do, doing whatever work that was necessary to, so they could be fed and have a place to sleep. That's uh, that's really where we're headed. I mean, I, I, Joe, it just seems like the, the middle class is, is disappearing right in front of our face. And, and a lot of people just walking around out there have – have no idea how bad that's going to be because the middle class is the only thing keeping the average person more free to do as they want, Joe. The middle class, the working class, the business class, that's what gives you guys out there your freedom because once that disappears, uh, tyranny uh, will be from all sides, Joe. Yeah, and, and again, this digital currency, this is the uh, the ultimate Right, bail out, and, and, and what I mean by that is this is going to be how they're going to fix it. Uh, and, and actually, hey, as long as we agree to give up our, our liberties and our freedoms, maybe they're going to throw us a bone. I want to go back. You know, Joe Biden issued an executive order. Uh, I want to say it was back in March uh, to get ready for a U.S. central bank digital currency. The executive order states that the principal policy objective of the United States with respect to digital asset, assets are as follows. We must protect consumers, investors, and businesses in the United States. The policy goes on to articulate that digital assets have profound implications on crime national security, and the ability to exercise human rights, financial inclusion and equity, and energy demand, and climate change. Right? Did they miss anything? Right? This is what it is. Right here, it just flat out tells you, listen, we got to have this digital currency because, you know what, we've got to protect us from ourselves, right? We we have to, because you know what? We're obviously, you're not doing a good enough job. I mean, come on, Jason. We just, we, we're not having enough inclusion and equity and, and, and of course, climate change, right? You, you guys aren't doing enough, so we're going to do it for you, and we're going to do it with this digital currency. I've, I've been hearing a lot of murmurs and a lot of little stories pop, starting to bubble up about, uh, hey, you know, Maybe one won't have a, a coronavirus uh, shutdown. It might be a climate change shutdown. Joe, what a great way to hide the the uh, the, the markets crashing and, and the and the Fed's schemes. You know, you hide it because, like, look, we don't we don't have enough oil. We don't have enough. We have rolling blackouts all over the country. That's because of climate change. We need to have people stay at home for a few weeks till the the electric grid can catch up. I mean, can you, can you imagine? And, I, and Joe Biden, he's the right guy for that job, isn't he? 
my gosh. Uh, future, now I'm reading from the order, okay? Future regulatory governance and technology measures will be designed to counter illicit activity. See, here's this, yep. this crime thing. It, I, I, it must be huge. I mean, they, they, they just don't stop with it. I mean, people are money laundering, uh, money laundering left and right. And I, really what it really means, okay, with that little line there, counter illicit activities, right? no more cash. We want to know what you're buying. We need to know. Matter of fact, we're going to know. Everything you do, cradle to grave, we're going to know. And you know what? If you're buying things we don't like, we're just going to ban it. It's just that simple. Uh, enhance the efficacy of our national security tools. Again, you got to have security in there. They love to do that too, don't they, Jason? Oh, we're protecting. Uh, we're securing you, right? We, we're, we're doing all, all those, those buzzwords, which really means right. we're going to limit freedoms. Yeah, that word tools, there it is again, as if they're fixing something, Joe. We're building something. We're fixing something. We got the tools. <laughs> the tools, Joe. I'm starting to get tired of that word tool, we, Joe. We, we can build it, right? Uh, yes. Uh, by the way, uh, Bradford Newman is this guy's name, Bitcoin Magazine. He's a, he doesn't like this bill either because he, he's a, uh, a Bitcoin guy. And he's basically saying, listen, the government's going to control all of it, right? They're going to regulate it to death. Uh, they're going to regulate private cryptocurrencies. I told you that from the beginning. I don't think uh, maybe a few survive, but that's probably it. Uh, they're saying that the, the government is going to issue its own government control. They're going to call you know this digital token, if you will. Uh, but, but again, when we're talking about what does it mean, this means the government is preparing. Think about what we talked about yesterday in the Eurozone. Here they are after 11 years. They raised rates for the very first time. 50 whole basis points. Oh, boy. And as they're doing that, they also are like, oh, by the way, we're getting ready. Uh, for the next bailout, because it's going to happen really soon. We got We actually have to prepare for it right now. Right, the transmission protective instrument. Right, that they're going to use uh, to bail out EU uh, government bonds uh, in the EU. They're getting ready. The United States, through executive order, is getting ready. What do you think this cryptocurrency is? It's really going to be what? A, a form of bailout for the United States. And, and the bottom line is the, the people holding the bag are us. We're the ones that are going to be doing yep. the bailing out, Jason. That's right. I mean, the whole thing is the whole thing is rigged. Uh, remember, Joe, when uh, Biden didn't get his Build Back Better passed? Remember that? A couple yep. of rogue Republicans decided to, to knock it down. Why do I get the feeling the Fed was finally figuring out that uh, the inflation was real? They know that if they pass another huge spending bill, that the inflation might have got even worse. So they shut that down. But but look at what look what Biden's going to get now. This big crash is coming, and things are going to get real tough on a lot of people. And, he's gonna, and what is he going to do? He's going to go out in front of everybody. He's like, "I told you to pass Build Back Better, and now now it's not built very well. So we better now, you know, and, and about the time that they need to start printing money again, Joe. Why do I think like Build Back Better is going to be in place and ESG and all that stuff and digital currencies will be uh, hot on its tail, right?" 
Yeah, and, and again, uh, it, all the signs are out there, right? That they're actually, hey, we're 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 playing the game, right? We're, we're you know we're pretending to fight inflation, but really what we're doing is is we're preparing for what we've already done. This was done, listen, this was sewn back in 07 and 08. I know yep. people don't like to hear it, but they didn't fix anything. Janet Yellen, Ben Bernanke didn't fix anything. What they did is they covered it up. They covered it up with trillions and trillions of dollars, right? They kicked the can. Let's just kick the can down the road. Let's kick it down a little more, kick it down a little more. I mean, Think about the unprecedented levels of debt that we've gone into since 2006. Because really, it started in 06. It just didn't uh, come to light until uh, 2008. You know, Wall Street was still pretending it was kind of like now, right? Wall Street's kind of trying to pretend it's not happening. It's happening. And all of those things that needed to crash and fail are going to crash and fail, and they're going to restart and start over again with this digital currency. The question, again, I keep asking everybody, how much of this sandwich are you willing to eat? 800-951-0592. Again, gold's up here, uh, 1730, 31, 32, something right right around there, 1730. uh, Silver is higher as well uh, today. And Jason, I think, you know, if we're looking, is the is the bottom in here? I think it may be. Uh, next week's going to be the big week, right after this, after this, and whether it's three quarters of a point or, or a point, I think it's going to be three quarters. But doesn't matter. Uh, nobody, even the Fed themselves, is like, hey, after that, listen, we may do a fifty, but Wall Street is already pricing in that the Fed is going to go back to zero. Go back to zero. And they're saying they're going to start lowering rates next year. This is what they're getting excited about. Right? And, and, and again, I don't know, uh, but but think about what why gold's down right now. Gold, you know, the dollar, oh, look how strong the dollar was, blah, blah, blah. Now, now Europe's raising rates, so... You know, we're probably at the, the dollar high could very well be here. May go a little higher from here, but there's probably not a lot left in that rally. And it sure seems like everything needs, uh, the, the, to, to go back the other way. You know, they're, they're talking about, think about in, in this terms too. Government debt, Jason, can't handle. Five percent Fed funds rate. They can't handle, or more or less. Let, let's face it, they really can't handle three or four percent, right? Because the interest payments alone are going to start just consuming the these nations and and us being one of them, right? There's only so much you can do. Look at Japan. Japan literally is saying, "Hey, listen, we can't even fight inflation. We can't even tolerate." 50 basis points. We can't tolerate half a point, more or less, 1.2 points. You know, after next week, the Fed's funds rate's going to be, uh, you know, somewhere between two and a quarter and two and a half. 
And we've got nations out there, hey, we can't even tolerate that, Jason. That's why I've, I've kind of thought that what the Fed's really trying to do is trying to inflate their way out of this a little bit. You know, if you raise the price of everything in comparison to the debt, then maybe you can make those debt payments. You know, it's kind of like a fine line, Joe. Uh, if, if the, if the, uh, the markets, if the Wall Street's thinking that the uh, rates are going to go back to zero, I, I don't think that's going to happen. But I could see where if, you know, if, if, if this recession hits hard and you get a really hard crash in the markets, I, I could see them dropping the rates by next year. But I get this feeling, Joe, that the, the inflation is this, this constant problem that's not going to go away. And the Fed doesn't really want to make it completely go away. So I don't think you see 0% rates at all. Well, I could see them go up to 3%, Joe, and then the, we'll, we'll tail it down to about 175 for a little bit to, 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 to bring things back a little bit. Maybe we'll, we'll throw a little money in, into, the, uh, into the economy. And, and then what happened? The inflation will come right back, and it'll all go back up, and then they'll start raising the rates again. I, I think we're going to be starting to see a lot of rates going up and then maybe going down for a little bit and then back up again, Joe. I, I don't think people understand this is permanent now. This, this, this kind of thing is going to be permanent. Yeah, once inflation takes hold, it, it, it's so hard, and we don't have the ability. Listen, plain and simple, there is no Paul Volcker this time around. Why? Well, simple. We can't afford the interest. Yep. Can't afford the interest. Just can't do it. Look at what the bond, listen, something's, I don't know what's happening. I, I don't know. Right now, you know, the Dow uh, has now gone negative uh, to join the S&P and the NASDAQ. But on Wednesday, there's no doubt about it, right? We're raising at least 75 basis points. Everyone agrees. So that's going to put the Fed's funds rate two, five, and two, two and a half percent, okay? The 10-year note right this second is at 277. I mean, the note is almost at where the Fed's funds rate is going to be. Uh, That is a horrible thing. That is essentially the bond market saying something is broken. Because right now the 10-year note should be at a minimum three and a half, four, something like that. I mean, back in the good old days, before the financial crisis, whatever the Fed's funds rate was, let's just say it was 5, 5%. Well, actually, let's just use factual. It was five and a quarter percent. August of 2007. You know what the 10-year note was? Than that. That used to be the average. Hey, if the Fed's funds rate's four, the 10-year note is six. If the Fed's uh, Fed's funds rate is six, the 10-year note's eight. Now think about where we're going to sit right now. We're saying that the 10-year note is a half of a point or maybe even only a quarter of a point higher than the Fed funds rate. Something is broken, significantly broken. I, I, you know, I don't know if it's possible. Is it possible that the 10-year note could yield less than the Fed funds rate? I don't think it is. It's just buying and selling, Joe. I think it's possible. <laughs> it's not supposed to happen, right? But uh, anything's possible. This is it's 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 a, it's a, it's a rigged system. It's it's all fake and phony, Joe. So whatever has to happen is going to happen, well, right? This has to be. This just is indicating to me massive buying of bonds. This is massive. 
Yeah. Well, Joe, jo, do you want to hold Something's it? Something's ca- getting ready to break, right? I mean, that's the these these aren't. This isn't mom and pop. This isn't me and you. This isn't your four hundred one k account or your Schwab or E Trade account. This these are massive institutional investments, and right now, you know what they're doing, Jason? They are running, running away from the equity markets. Like I said. I, th- I something's got to be getting ready to break. This is incredible. Well, I mean, do you want to hold cash and watch the inflation eat that up, or do you want to go to the markets and watch the markets go down faster than the inflation to eats away your cash? I mean, there's there's not a very many places for them to go, Joe. It's it's, it's you know, like I said, it's it's going to go and it's going in a direction. I think some players at the top, they you know, you talked about all that money going into those big uh, property buyers. Looks like they're putting their their bets on. Well, at least I can I can uh, rent this out and make a little money. I mean, it just seems. Well, yeah. Let's face it. You know, you you bring up a great point. Blackstone doesn't leave that. They're not leaving thirty billion dollars in the bank. That's right. Check check this out. They, they, they're not doing that. L- listen to this little fact I saw yesterday. Uh, you would think the top twenty five percent earners in this country would have significant money in checking, not savings. Checking, and I saw the numbers for the lower income people uh, and the middle income people. You put you group them together, Joe. They have about. Less than $2,000 average in the checking account. So you think, well, the, the, the big guys, you know, the football players and the celebrities and the, the millionaires, they only have $6,000, less than $6,000 in their checking accounts, Joe. There's a lot of people don't want any money in there, Joe. We're not the only ones talking about it. They don't want, it. only have what you need. That is it. We'll be back after the break. 800-951-0592. And just, man, this is, what a... What a terrible situation we're in right now. Just a uh, breaking headline here. Rents just hit a new all high. And we're sitting there talking about no one's buying houses and, and rents are skyrocketing. And we're talking about uh, rate increases in the bond market sending this massive warning sign. I mean, we've been inverted now for over two weeks. And then today, just a massive amount. I mean, for I mean, yesterday the the ten year note, well, two days ago on Wednesday was almost three percent. To go to down to two seven seven in less than less than forty eight hours, that is a massive amount of money being put into bonds because they want no part. I don't know what's coming. I don't know what's going to happen. I mean, Wall Street's been rallying. And I said I I thought that it would. I told everybody, hey, get ready for a rally. It's going to rally for two to four weeks, and then uh, it's going to unwind. And, and Jason, uh, I I just don't know what it is, right? Uh, These kind of, of, of moves... Especially, like I said, we're, we're, we're having this equity rally. You would think that they would be throwing more money in, into stocks, but they're not doing that. Well, some of the, some of the bigger millionaires that we know, like uh, Bill Gates or guys like that, they're selling their stock right now. Tons. Yeah. Yeah. yeah maybe that's what it is, right? Hey, we, hey, we listen to Joe. We know that it's going to unwind here. Let's take our profits down. That could be part of it. Right. You know, you brought up a great point about how the rich people, they don't have. They're not, well, you know what, because you, usually they've got great financial 
advisors, if you will, and they tell them, listen, they tell them exactly what I'm telling you. Don't be a fool. Have what you need in yep. your bank account, but don't have more than that. Well, think about it. A guy earning $60,000 has 2000 in checking. And we're not even talking savings. We're just talking, you know, right. maybe, maybe maybe a supposed savings, I guess, if you know, just you want to have some money there for bills. But then the million-dollar guy's only got $6,000 in there. Yeah, because he's, he's got to put it on a credit card. That's right. right. Just use your card. We'll pay it off. Don't have money in the bank. That's right. They don't, they're not walking around with millions of dollars in the bank. Are you kidding me? Nope. Oh, it's, it's it's an interesting little number, isn't it, Joe? I was looking at this. Well, was, you you would think hey, even I, that number shocks me, right? Because I was like, all right, they probably got you know fifty thousand, hundred thousand dollars in their checking account, or at least in their you know somewhere they can transfer it over real quick because uh, they want to buy a Lambo or something. I don't know, right? Well, yeah, you need more than that for a Lambo, right? But but you know what I'm saying. But the the realities are that's not the case. Well, and it is an average, so you might have a, a couple of guys with fifty thousand or hundred thousand. Yeah, but there. an average just tells you, hey, there's there, there's uh, a lot of them. Think about how many people, how many billionaires have to have less than six thousand dollars exactly to, to right, balance to that get out, Joe. Just the average. Exactly. How many of them have like almost nothing in there? But let's face it, if you're if if you're massively rich, you don't have to have a lot of money in checking. Really, you could just pay your bills a, a year ahead all the time. You don't really have to have anything in there, do you, Joe? Like the average guy, he has to, he has to make the money and then pay the That's bills. Right. You know, you're a millionaire. Your house is paid for, right? You don't. Your your cars are paid for, right? You you you, you just basically need money to buy food, right? That's yeah. really what I mean. Food and gas, right? Yeah. And your utility bills. Yeah, Joe. There's been a couple of times when I'm a a little bit ahead on 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 uh, my finances, and uh, I see the electric bill come in. Sometimes I'll just pay like you know I'll estimate what the next three months worth of electric bills are, so that I don't have to put the stamp on the letter because I do I do paper billing. I don't do the electric stuff, and uh, so I don't have to send the bill. I can save the stamp and the envelope and all that, I, and I pay like three months ahead. I, I think a lot of these rich guys, Joe, that's what they do. Hey, I'll just pay I'll pay a, an estimated one or two years worth of water and electricity and gas. And uh, you know, and then once that, that all gets eaten up, they just send another big payment. So you don't really have to have a lot in checking, Joe, and that shows you that they don't want it there, right? Yeah, exactly, exactly right. And 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 again, uh, I don't know the timing. I've been uh, I've been saying October, October, October. Uh, the, the, listen, Monday, this bond market could go back the other way. It's just. This is is not a good development. Let's just put it that way. Uh, this is the the bond market really, especially because we know the Fed is going at least three quarters, at least three quarters. So the the for the ten year note to to not even not even be three percent uh, to be down here at two seven seven, it just says to me something is wrong. Yeah. Something that I don't have privy to. I don't you know, I go back to what Goldman Sachs said a few days ago and warning all their millionaire and billionaire clients, this thing's going to come to a complete stop. That's what they yep. said. Complete yep. stop. It happened in, 20, mean, happened in 2020 artificially, but it happened, Joe. So I think that was maybe that was their test run. How, can, 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 the, can society survive it? You know, COVID aside, can society survive it? And that's why I, I, I mentioned last week the bullwhip. You know, I think we have recession and then inflation, then recession 
and then inflation. I think it's going to be very hard for them to keep complete control over it, Joe. I don't think we ever go back down to zero, but I, th- I think we drop rates. Then I think the inflation from throwing any money back in there to, to try to help the crash will make an inflative cycle, and we may see that it's, it's going to be very hard for them to, to, to create a balance. There's going to be a lot of turbulence, Joe. I, I could even see it happening on a yearly basis, Joe, or every 18 months that this, this sort of cycle happens. Nobody's going to have any faith in the market, Joe, at all in, in the next year or two. The credibility is going to be uh, really interesting uh, to, to see here in the future because I, I don't. There's there's no way uh, that the Fed can get out of this inflationary cycle with you know having a Fed's funds rate at two and a half percent or three percent. That's just not going to do it. Uh, and then to talk about going back to zero, I mean, it's absolutely insanity. They, that, that's why you have something outside of the system. 800-951-0592. Final segment coming up. 800-951-0592. Uh, gold's up again today. Uh, 1730 here. Uh, up about $16 right now. $17. Uh, silver uh, has now gone to unchanged. Uh, the the Dow, the Nasdaq, the S and P are all lower today. Uh, twenty dollar gold pieces, twenty one forty. Uh, if you buy twenty or more, we'll go to yesterday's price of twenty one twenty. So so you uh, you'll get a break there. And then I want to remind everyone: ten ounce gold eagles. Holding yesterday's price, uh, they were two forty. Matter of fact, they were two forty uh, on Wednesday. So you think about you know gold here in the last twenty thirty plus hours has gone from uh, about sixteen eighty to seventeen thirty. Here we're going to hold this price through the weekend on uh, one tenth ounce American gold. Hundred and forty dollars at eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two, and then on, on the silver side. And Jason will tell you, man, supplies are just limited. Jason, that's right, that's right. I mean, it doesn't mean you can't get it. I mean, it's out there, but you have to pay for it, and that's uh, that's going to happen more and more. I mean, the last two years, two plus years, Joe, all we've talked about is. Well, every time that there's a downward uh, shift in gold and silver prices, the premiums just pick up. You know, that's why we've had these uh, obscene premiums on silver for all this time, but it, it doesn't look like it's ever going to really let up until the silver spot price shows uh, what it's really supposed to be on the fiscal market, Joe. Yeah, it, it, it's uh, there's been some reports circulating that uh, a, a billionaire uh, has been making uh, huge uh, purchases of American silver eagles uh, all this year, so it's basically saying, "Hey, these premiums, uh, just one one billionaire, and they're not." And, and believe me, the number—it's not like they're spending billions of dollars. Uh, it is uh, a, a a multi-million-dollar order uh, that that continues. They just month after month after month, uh, which is is creating the issue with silver eagles uh essentially uh one person's almost buying the monthly supply jason yeah it doesn't take a lot of buyers and we all know the the story of the hunt brothers and i i, I learned a whole bunch more about the hunt brothers recently but it, it, those guys went in there and and uh and and caused silver to go to 50 dollars an ounce back in 1980 i mean so it's it doesn't take a lot of guys like that joe to to 
to, to suddenly and very quickly change the price. Yeah, absolutely. 800 9510592 $20 gold, 2140 by 20 or more, 2120 10th ounce American gold eagles at $240 at 800 9510592. Next week's going to be a really interesting week. We'll watch oh, yeah. this bond market. Uh, we've been getting these signals here. Today is n- not a good signal either as bond yields really just collapsing almost down to where the Fed funds rate is going to be. C- could you think if Jason's right and they go a full point, that will put the Fed funds rate between two and a half in 275. Yeah. It might have. Well, 10-year note at 277. Might happen, I mean, Joe. Might happen. Maybe, hey, maybe the 10-year goes down to 25 next week. Make it even worse. 800 uh, Run for cover, right? That just seems to be what the big money's doing here. 